Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the DDP Today podcast, where a show that's a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. You know, I'm going to pull the curtain back before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. And, you know, every week doing this podcast, it's a fun thing because we get to chat with each other. We get to talk about, hey, what's our topic going to be? And, you know, when you're having a bad day at work, it gives you that little bit of something to look forward to, you know. And um, when we have these chats going back and forth, uh, you know, we try and put out a good show for you guys. And uh, unfortunately, this is a strange week because, as you know, Justin's out on a Disney cruise. Uh, Dave's been super busy with work, the whole Guardians thing they got going on he's busy and joe's got some family stuff uh, that he had to take care of this week so he was unavailable so that left me with a situation where you don't really want to hear me talking you know the entire podcast uh even my wife would get tired of that after a few minutes so i had to come up with something something that would be really really cool and a special treat because you know we have a great disney family here and i thought that I have a great person who I would like to have on the show this week. Uh, you all know him very, very well. This was my excitement for the last couple of days because I knew he was coming on. For you guys that have been around for a while, it's a very familiar voice, somebody you've heard before. Somebody that I can say, if it wasn't for this familiar voice, we wouldn't even have this show. So I'm going to bring one of my brothers on, and I am so happy to introduce him as a guest appearance this week to kind of bail me out of having to talk for the next hour and so on. Uh, you know him, you love him, and it's great to have him back. My brother, Jason's back this week. What's up, hey. man? How you doing? Good to see you. Good. I've, I've, I've really, really, I've been so excited about this Good. the entire day. Uh, the last couple of days, when you said yes, my my eyes lit up like I got a, like the Christmas gift that I've been looking for for uh, for months. Uh, this this was this was so great. I'm, I'm I, I know you have a lot coming up the next couple of weeks, so I won't keep you too long. Uh, you got some vacation stuff going on with the family, but I really wanted to hear you on the show because you know you had some Disney stuff that went on lately, and um, I'm and, and a unique experience. So I think. I yeah, want to talk yeah. about that with the Disney family. And so elaborate. How, how have you been? And let me, they hear enough of me. We haven't heard from you in a while. Let's hear what you got to say. First of all, um, this is probably one of the few times in my life that I'm okay being part of the B team. Like, I'm okay being that backup, you know? <laughs> so so uh, I absolutely was thrilled when you called. And, and it just so happened that schedules were perfect. It meshed where uh, it was like, you know what? I'm actually free this uh, this evening. And um, you're like, well, this is the night I want to record. And I'm like, well, let's do it. I'd be happy to come on. And um, look, anytime I can be, you know, come in and and peek my head into the door of the DDP family. Um, uh, of course, it's an honor, a privilege, uh, not only to you know sit across from you because you and I, our schedules now are just insanity. Where uh, like I have to send you a text before I call because I don't know if you're sleeping. I'm like, hey, dude, are you up? Are you because I don't want to you know like I'm hoping you just silence your phone so I don't wake you up. But anyways. Um, Life has been good, man, and and let me say hello to everybody out there. Uh, it's been a minute since uh, I've been on the show. 
you guys have been hammering down. It's been great. Uh, I, I still think about you guys a lot. Uh, you guys are such incredible people. You're amazing. And, and I'm just going to leave it at that because I could, I could just sit and, and uh, talk highly about all of you guys. For you that are new to the show, um, thank you for sticking around and listening to my voice. Uh, these guys voted me off the island. And every once in a while, they like to throw me a pretzel in a raft and reel me in and uh, pump the water out of my chest and let me eat a little morsel. And then they're like, yeah, we voted you off, so you got to go back out. And then I go tread water. Um, but anyways, thank you guys, uh, for especially your new listeners who uh, just let me come in and um, talk Disney with uh, this incredible godfather of Disney, Mike. So, uh, Mike, so what's up, man? What are we talking about tonight? Well, I know that you had some... Disney vacations since the last time you've been on the show. And I know that, um, you know, things happen uniquely when you're in Disney. You know, you plan for your vacation. Yeah. But you can't always mm-hmm. plan on some of the the oddball things that get thrown your way. You know, that that curveball that comes out of nowhere. Um, and, I, and I can tell you, I know the story, but I want our Disney family to hear how your vacation went and how everything went down. Because, um, you know, obviously, even though you're not on the show, we still talk like schoolgirls, you know, a couple yeah. of times a week, which yeah, is yeah, that- the important part of my life. But... Um, I know I know how it went down, and and when I can tell you this, if there's any place to have a bad thing happen on a vacation, Disney's definitely the place that you wanted it to happen to because they're so professional when it comes to that. So I want to hear about how your trip went, you know, the, your 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 last trip, and then how it went down with that unique circumstance that you had. Yeah, absolutely. So what I and I, I'm, I would imagine you're referring to Hilton Head. Yep. Hilton Head Islands, and uh, being a DVC member, I stayed at the Hilton Head Resorts. Now it doesn't mean you have to be a DVC to stay there. At all. So before I even let me just state this right off the bat, um, I hate Hilton Head Island. I I hope none of you ever go there. Um, <laughs> it is the absolute worst place in the world. Um, and then so for the half of the people that turn the radio off right now, that's good because I love this place, and I don't want it the secret to get out. And when I tell you how amazing this place is, if you've never experienced Hilton Head, South Carolina especially the Disney Resort, you're really missing out on something, guys. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, and and uh, let's let's just, let's, let me, let me, I don't, I didn't, Mike, I didn't, when you invited me to come on, I didn't really want to do like an in-depth in history because that has its place. Like Hilton Head really deserves maybe uh, its own separate, like maybe let's talk some history for an episode and then let's talk about the mm-hmm. evolution of the resorts. I didn't really want to do that um, because, because it really couldn't do it justice right now in this little bit of time we're going to talk. But what I will say is, um, it is a it is a island that's very rich in history. I mean, we're we're uh, they have uh, over four thousand years ago. I mean, they have remnants of these large shell circles that are two hundred and fifty feet or three hundred feet across that you can still see. Uh, they have the Hilton Head uh, Island Museum, which just go it just goes into detail and the richness of history. Um, I will say, like the island itself was. Uh, uh, like I said, about four thousand years ago, there were there were you know proof of people living there. Obviously, right? Um, I mean, we've had you know Native Americans and 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 things coming and going and people coming and going. But since recorded history, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll start at um, I, I think it was. Let me see here. Let me double check. Sixteen sixty three. All right. So William Hilton. And the reason I want to say that is because you get the name right, William Hilton. All right, mm-hmm. so it is Hilton Head Island. Uh, he came and uh, he actually met up with Spanish-speaking Native Americans. How cool is that? 
So they moved up from Florida about 100 years prior to him getting there. I got a question how they know that. I would really like to maybe go down the answer and, and try to find out, how did you get through 100 years out there? Where is this coming from? Uh, maybe it's through, uh, you know, diggings or, or, you know, the paths, the travel paths. I, I have no idea. Uh, but Mr. Hilton himself was the first one here. He also had some encounters of, there was another Native American, um, is it the Asmascus Indians down there? Now, this is important because this plays into the evolution of the island itself. And we can go through, uh, I mean, geez, some of our guys, and I know some of our guys out there are just huge historians. So I'm going to be paraphrasing. And I'm and when I say I, I'm not going to get into too much detail, guys, I because this is really an incredible story and an incredible island to experience this on. Um, but with that being said, it's got a rich history of uh, the um, Revolutionary War, the um, Civil War. I mean, it is just so much wrapped up in this little island. Not to mention, it's absolutely beautiful, Mike. I mean, it is. It's an absolutely stunning. Look, it's the beach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's And it's a beautiful beach, and it's clean. And before I start talking about the Disney side of the house, I want to say this. The residents that I've met down there that are full-time residents, I think there's like 40 or 50,000 people that live permanently on the island. And and even like those across the bridge, they take pride in their island. Like it's beautiful. I mean, they just take pride in it. There's this, there's this level of uh, like beauty and level of respect for the nature and level of respect for uh, the sea life and the wildlife and the quality of the beaches and it's not uncommon to see somebody walking and picking up the trash, just even though it's not theirs. Um, I think I draw the line when it comes to a dirty Kleenex. That's about the only time you will never see me bend over and pick up a piece <laughs> of trash. Uh, but, I mean, it's, I'm sorry. That is just my limit to I'm on vacation. I don't want anything that's on that Kleenex touching me. <laughs> so, But other than that, you know, I think most of us probably would aren't too good to pick up a you know, a, a wrapper off the ground. Um, but these guys really take pride in that up to and including like beach watches for the sea, the sea, um, turtle hatchings. Okay. That's cool. They actually have like clubs with waiting lists to patrol the beaches to, to, to make sure everything is good to go once they lay the eggs and they stay safe. I mean, people were, coming and, and taking the eggs. And I mean, you know, people are going to be people, but there were clubs and people are so adamant on wanting to help that you're actually on a waiting list to to partake in, in protecting and preserving, which I thought was absolutely incredible. Uh, the, the Disney Resort itself, you got to, this is the cool thing about this. It's actually on its own island on the island. You actually have to go across the bridge to the Disney property. And once you cross that bridge, you are on Disney property, which is really super neat. Oh, let's see. I guess I could start with um, the anemone. Amendment. Oh, there's that word again. <laughs> <laughs> words are hard, my friend. Uh, yeah, words, words are hard. Are hard. Um, the, it, it was really, like I was down there for 14 or 15 days. The, at first, I thought I was going to be f confined. Right. I felt like because most people do a seven day trip, you know what I mean? 14 mm -hmm. days is kind of you're kind of I don't care where you're at. You're kind of getting to that. So I'm ready to go home stage. I really thought I was going to go nuts there because the one of the downfalls to staying here and I didn't really find it a downfall once I got used to it 
was the beach is not right there. You have to drive about a mile and a half uh, inland to uh, their actual clubhouse. That's right on the beach there, okay? Gotcha. I'll get to that in a few minutes, but I will say this. When I got there, in true Disney fashion, those cast members made the trip. That first impression was unbelievable. Man, I, you know when you meet cast members at your resort and you just fall in love with them and you're like, these are these guys are friends. Like, they know your names. They're smiling as soon as they see you and it's, hey, Odegaards and hey, Jason, how are you? And, and you know me and my classic hat. It would, I'd walk into the pool and they would stop and be like, Indy's in the house, you know? I mean, <laughs> it was just fun, fun cast member interaction. And I got to give these guys props because... I know they're working a lot of hours, and I do believe that they were unlimited staff when we were there uh, a few months ago. And they still showed up with a smile, and they were working long hours. And I know these lifeguards out there were working mega hours, and I know like uh, these these uh, the housekeepers and stuff were working mega hours, and they maintained not only the integrity of Disney, but they maintained their 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 there's just their composure and their demeanor was just so loving and warm and it was man if i could just just try to articulate it these cast members made you feel like you know when grandma would give you a hug you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it was just just love it was just pure love and these guys were really amazing so now that i've i've let the cat out of the bag and my secret about how amazing these cast members are because they were the best that i've ever experienced ever on any disney property I will tell you, um, once we got onto our rooms, it's a classic studio, right? Mm-hmm. But you can see water from every room in the resort from some window. Like there's always every the way the resort is designed, you can see water from every window. The one side is uh, you're going to have the the um, canal for all the big boats. Mike, let me tell you, you know you were sitting there uh, in your office when you worked up in New York City. Some of the million-dollar yachts that would just float on past your mm-hmm. unbelievable yeah. the amount of money that some of these boats are worth, you know. And yep. and I didn't know this, but if you like, there were a couple. I was there was this really, and if you're if you guys are Hilton Head people, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a big, huge, long black, like a huge cigar boat. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I, this thing was so beautiful. But I guess. There's a site that, uh, you know, I could be wrong. I don't know. I've been wrong before. Uh, the site where you could actually look these uh, boats up and find out, like, the owners of them and the history of them or something. I don't know how much detail that is. And someone told me that on passing. They could have been just, you know what I mean? It could have been pulling just pulling my yeah. leg. Yeah, pulling yeah. my chain, right? <laughs> uh, but um, the the bay, I mean, it, it's super, super uh, calm. It was. I mean, for us, it was just absolutely. Well, it's cold. I'm not even. I'm not even going to talk about that because that was a fluke thing. Because everybody got cold. Uh, even if you were down at Disney World, you got cold when I was down there, and you'll know exactly when it is. But um, on the other side is the Long Pier, and that's actually like a bay. Now there was another cool aspect to this, where they had two boats that were sitting out there just free floating. Okay. okay. So they're not in international water, so nobody can just go claim them, and the owners have to come down and get them. But 
they're not breaking any laws, so they can just sit and float there. Hmm. And they're just sitting there stuck in this little bay here. One's a nice little houseboat, and one is a like a sailboat. And when low tide would come in, the sailboat would actually be tipped over on its side, resting on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then when it would come up, it would just be floating around, and the houseboat too. Now, I know if I was a high schooler, you know I would know everything about those boats. Right. Because <laughs> I would have swam out there. and uh, But I, I didn't see anybody out there with them, and they were just kind of just doing their thing, floating back and forth, abandoned. Uh, whether they were stolen or um, or whatever, but uh, that was another interesting aspect of it. And you you can see all that stuff on the pure side. Things you can rent, Mike, mm-hmm. like a resort, uh, you can rent um, fishing poles to go fish off the pier. Okay, uh, we did that one time. Uh, it was the windiest day I think in American history. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, it was so bad. It was one of those where the flights were even being delayed because the crosswinds were so, I mean, it was like 60 mile hour gust. It was absolutely horrendous. Uh, we tried fishing because we were diehards and wanted to do it. And, um, yeah, we failed in every single aspect <laughs> on that. So we rented poles only one day. We rented bikes, which is a great, we rode our bikes everywhere around there. Okay. okay. Did I give you the option to rent the bikes for the, your entire time or you got to do it they on a daily did. basis? Okay. So good. if you rent it for the whole time, it's a steal. And I don't have the priced off of it. And it wasn't, I mean, if somebody's interested, this is going to be part of their workup anyways. Yeah. Uh, and prices change. But anyways, it was an absolute steal and a no-brainer for a family if you're going to be there for seven or ten days to rent it for the whole duration. Okay. So it's, it's you don't got to worry. They give you a lock. They give you a helmet. They give you everything. You know what I mean? You just show up, right? Cool. So we actually rode the bike to um, the, the beach a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then we would ride our bike across the bridge because there's no restaurants that are worthy of sit down that that are there are no sit down restaurants within the Disney resort. Now, the reason is is because Disney wants you to go out and experience the incredible restaurants that are on the island. All right? And it's not even a legitimate like it's not even where I can look at Disney and go, that's a cop out, man. No, it is an absolute there are so many incredible restaurants just within walking distance of the resort. And um, we actually ventured out farther and our best meals were within walking distance of the bridge. So you really don't even need a car. I mean, you can take a bike and anything was within a five or 10 minute bike ride. It is, uh, I mean, and, and weather permitting, I mean, you can go, I think there's just, I think there's, there are so many miles of bike trails and bike areas on this island because a lot of people just bike all year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, if you're a biking family, this is 100% a resort for you as well. How about you, Mike? Have you ever been to Hilton Head? No, I and haven't. Now, you, now, now, now it's I'm like close. your next-door neighbor. This could be yeah? a weekend trip. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm being more and more enticed. But, you know, we actually tried it a couple of times uh, when we were planning vacation stuff, and it just never was available. You know, we tried to use okay. it for our DVC points. We went to go book it, and it's booked, it's booked. And I know, similar to you, people that have gone there swear by it, they love it, and they continue to go back. So unless you're in that rotation where you're kind of getting the same week all the time or you happen to get an opening, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get in there because um, I know a lot of people that do go – they're not the one timers. They go, and and I'm sure you can you can attest to that. The people that you've met there probably have been there multiple times. I mean, I think there are very few people that are the first timers, so to speak. Well, not only multiple times, Mike, but a lot of these people that we met and became friends with. And when I say friends, I, when I say Disney friends, these are 
families that you can just go and sit at the table and talk with them and everything. But you know it's really never going to go beyond your vacation. But if you see them again, you would you would just pick up where you left off, right? And I think a lot of us have those like camp friends or Disney friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm using air quotes now. Um, some of these guys were the old retiring guys, and they go down there for a month or a month and a half at a time. Mm. So they bought enough points back in the day, and this is their little retirement package. So they go down there the whole month of January and 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 a chunk of February, and that's that's what they do every single year. So at eleven months, they're booking their their stay mm-hmm. for the month. You know what right. I mean? And January is is a very cheap time a month to go, Point and that's where we like to go. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's very cheap because Disney traditionally is families with kids. So you get spring break and summers usually. Or get, well, now, I mean, there is no dead time at Disney now, especially this year or next year. Forget about it. Yeah. You know that as well as I do. It's just absolutely uh, packed. So, um, but they do have a nice little, like, I want to say quick service um, upstairs of the pool. And the pool is, the pool's a fun area. I mean, they have so many pool activities. They have so much, like, trivia and... Um, like just fun stuff for the kids they have um uh, like upstairs when you go to get your drink like look a dole whip with rum are you kidding me right right, right. i mean this is the best right so i got my dole with and i met some incredible people down there but i got my dole with the with the rum and i had a um uh, and some friends of ours that we we actually met there and um and it was the one few times where like it carried forward uh, uh to afterwards and we actually met him up with Disney when Rachel and I stuck down here a couple um oh, a week or two ago mm-hmm. but um I came out with the rum and and it was like so my husband didn't put rum in mine what what's going on with that <laughs> <laughs> like so it's really that good but they have the the beignets have you ever had a beignet oh yeah, yeah. Well, I've had them at uh, French Quarter oh my god well that's probably exactly what they are from probably yeah. the same anyways. So every once in a while they would throw in it because we, you know, we were, you know, going up there quite a bit for drinks or whatever, right? Sure, sure. And uh, they would throw one in once in a while, and they're so good, so good. It's just unbelievable how good those things are. Mm-hmm. If you've never had one, guys, you got to try one. They are just absolutely amazing. And I, like, I kept telling Rachel, I was like, well, give me one of those. However, <laughs> I was, you know, words are hard, man. <laughs> She's like, it's a big. Like they know what I'm talking about. Of course. Quiet. So, um, but it was uh, they have um, they have nice. They, I thought they had good food up there. Uh, great breakfast, little little lunch. Like if you're gonna hang out at the pool all day. So I guess what I'm saying is, if you're just gonna hang out at the resort and maybe do a pool during the day, because we did a lot of pool time. I find that restaurant adequate enough to where you can do a solid lunch and then maybe go out to dinner for dinner. Okay. You know what I mean? So we actually because we were there so long, we actually did the Walmart run. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I grilled out steaks one night. I think I grilled out hamburgers another night. Um, so I utilized the grill, which w- this is the first time I ever used the grills at Disney. Mm-hmm. And this stuff's all free, man. All you do is turn the gas on and go. Yeah. I mean, w- this is amazing. Like, really? I can. So I noticed I got grills at the Poly. So I'll be staying there for uh, 14 days or 15 days in January next year. So I think we're going to incorporate the grills one or two meals. Uh, just to hang out at the resort and grill out and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but you know, so I, I definitely give those, those people upstairs, the inside the, um, the little restaurant there, just, just props. They did a great job. And the thing is, is what's cool is you can go up there and order and they'll give you a number and go down back by your family, by the pool and they'll bring your food down to you. That's cool. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's just little stuff like that where I'm like, yes, thank you. They do have a lot of extra things you can do, Mike. Mm-hmm. For example, and everything I've told you so far is free. Okay. So they you can do uh, tie-dye shirts, make a pillow, just little like resort family camp activities. Those have a, a nominal fee. Uh, you can do a salt scrub. Um, you can do a, I think it's a wreath. I mean, just, just fun stuff. I mean, the cast members make it. It's fun. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I really enjoyed and I didn't think I would really like, and that was the um, the s'mores night, the campfire night. Okay. Are you a fan was, of s'mores on a regular basis or no? I like s'mores. That's fine. But I don't like sitting around eating s'mores with a bunch of people I don't know <laughs> sitting around the campfire that, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. It's just not my jam. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, we had story time. Uh, it was one of those, I think our first story time and campfire, they tell a story before the s'mores, right? So they'll pick different people in the audience for uh, to partake in the story. So in other words, if I'm like, and then Peter Pan, and as soon as you say Peter Pan, whoever's designated Peter Pan would, you know, hang on, Wendy, I'm coming. You got a line and you got to yeah, say it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I got picked as Tinkerbell. Of and course. I didn't just get, I didn't just get picked as Tinkerbell. <laughs> the cast member looked me dead in the eyes and said, you're Tinkerbell. I'm like, oh, oh, game on. I'm here for 14 days there. We're going to go rounds, watch. Anyways, but my kids are there, so I'm like, all right, I'll have fun with it. And I did have fun with it. And um, it forced me into a comfort, out of my comfort zone area to where I really enjoyed it. Okay. You know, and, yeah. and it was really a lot of fun. So uh, the cast members, once again, with the story time, I think I cracked up laughing more times than I ever have, just from the little subtle uh, funniness that was introduced, you mm-hmm. know, by the cast members during this time. And it was it was just a super chill, super enjoyable must do. We hit every single one. It was a must do the whole time we were there. I think they do it twice a week. I, I don't even know. I'd be lying if I told you. But it was enough to where we made sure we were there for those. Um, one other thing I want to touch on, too, is they offer tours, too, Right. And they'll like do a nature tour, or if you are gonna stay there, but you have to sign up for these tours. So get with your get with the um, you know get with the cast and get your name on the list because they only do certain tours on certain days. One of them is a tour of the resort, and it gives a history of the resort, which is fascinating. It's an incredible incredible story. And then they go through and they show you all the nods to um, Imagineers and people that help make Hilton, Disney Hilton Head what it is by introducing. You know, Imagineers have this incredible. Uh, magical way of um, like they'll create a building and then off in the corner they'll have a painting of Mike's Auto Shop right. and that'll be a nod to Mike on the DDP you know mm-hmm. what I mean and, right, right. and and you're up there forever you're like but unless you really knew what it was going on but once you know it you, you can't unknow it you know that's mm-hmm. what's amazing so uh, you could do that tour um, we have the they have an actual um, I mean when I say like like master degree environmentalist or animal person that actually works for Disney that takes you out on tours. Her office is actually by the beach. Um, she'll take you to a different part of the island or she'll take you out to, um, I think it's Pekingi Island. I'm just pulling it off the top of my head. Uh, and you'll do a, a nature walk and there's alligators. Now, it was so cold when we were there, we didn't see any alligators, but it was an absolute beautiful 
uh, beautiful thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and, and that's all free guys. They, they just take you there and you're, you're gone for a few hours as a family and you're exploring and you're getting to have all this fun stuff. So there is definitely a lot to do enough to do. Uh, they have the, um, the, the, the bean bags. What do you guys, what do you call that? Cornhole? We call yep. it cornhole. Yeah, here, cornhole. Right? Yep. It's cornhole. You know, they got those, they got bags. Um, they have the, a bocce, a bocce little bocce thing right bocce here in the middle yep. of the resort. That's yeah, a, man. I mean, it's a game. It's, it's all kind of, we, and I, you know what? The whole time I was there, I was going to learn how to play and I didn't. And here's why. Because towards the end of my trip, you know, Mike, have you ever, have you ever, uh, I'm a stubborn guy. There's no, there's no disputing that okay. I'm not a stubborn guy. I'm a pretty stubborn guy, right? So, you know, like when I almost hacked my finger off, I kind of just wrapped it up a little bit, and and I walked in, and I was like, hey, can you run me to the hospital? I don't think I can drive, and and you know, and of course, her, you know, my wife turns white, and she's like, oh my gosh. Right. So we go to it's about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. We finally we get the kids down. I'm like, man, I got a little gas in my stomach. You know, not not like you know, it's just like it hurt. You know, and I'm like man, I must have ate something. So, so about 1230, one o'clock, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm tossing and turning in bed. I'm not able to sleep. It's hurting. And I'm like, gosh, darn, this is really painful. So I sat up and look, I have a real high tolerance for pain. I mean, high. And I'm like, this really is just uncomfortable, like very uncomfortable. So I, I, you know, like you remember when your kid was little and they had a little gas, you just cycled their legs a little bit, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm like on the ground trying to cycle and I'm like researching, I'm looking on the internet. How long is this supposed to last? And I'm like four hours. I'm like, I can tough this out for four hours. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. I took some gas pills and I'm just like, man, this is just not getting any better. And so I'm like, well, you know, and then, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd hear someone in, in the bathroom or something. And then I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. I mean, like, just, <laughs> I'm in pain, man, just in pain. Right. And I got a point to my story guys. And it is Disney related. So hold with me. So I'm, I'm sitting on the ground. I'm trying to do sit-ups. I'm just, I'm doing everything. So finally it's four o'clock in the morning, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sleeping, you know, I've been up and I've been in pain this whole time. And I'm like, wow, this is just not going away. And well, then my wife starts stirring and she's like, because I've been quiet. I'm very, you know, I've just, all this, I've been very quiet about it. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. She's like, okay. I'm just like a little, little, little gas, no big deal. So I'm sitting there just kind of still trying to work it. I'm walking back and forth in the room, trying to be quiet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, come on now, you know, just get over it. And then it started amping up a little bit. And then I laid in bed and I'd, kind of laid on the bed and I kind of groaned. I was like, oh, because it just hurt so bad. It was at that point my wife sat straight up and said, we've been married 13 years. I've never heard you groan from pain. You need to go to the hospital. I'm like, all right. So I put my coat on. I walk to the main entrance and I sit and I call an Uber or have a lift come in. And the walk-in, it's this is seven o'clock now, and I think the walk-in opens at eight or nine, right? And uh, or urgent care, or whatever it is. And so I sit down, and I'm just, I'm just in excruciating pain. So the cast member is like, you know, Jason, before I worked here, I was in the medical industry. Are you sure you don't want an ambulance? Like she wasn't trying to coerce me in anything. She was very, very diplomatic in her wording, how she articulated it to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fine. Uh, oh my gosh. I can't even sit straight. I'm like, I'm fine. The, the lift is coming. They're going to take me. And she's like, you know, you're going to be sitting outside and it's like 36 degrees, right? 
and which is fine. I'm like, yeah, it's colder in Wisconsin. So I got my coat. I'm all bundled up. I'm just going to wait outside and be the first one in line. She's like, mm, but you know if it's something major, they're just going to call an ambulance and bring you to the hospital anyways, right? So at that moment, it kind of clicked as in, well, I think maybe I need to listen to her. So I says, <laughs> go ahead. And I, I, I said, I hit eject. I was like, I, I texted the lift. I says, I'm going to, I'll pay you. Uh, I said, I'll tip you well, man. I'm sorry. I got to cancel. I got to get an ambulance. Um, and he was super cool about it. And I threw 10 bucks his way to, for wasting his time. And the ambulance came. Now, when you're outside of anywhere, uh, this is something where they were very clear with me. And I guess this is why it's very important when you're going on vacation. Have your driver's license and have your insurance card in your hands when the ambulance comes to get you. There was no... There, there, there was no like have these in your hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you will have these in your hand, guys. Okay, so I did, and um, and I and you know I'm fortunate enough to have incredible insurance, so I really wasn't you know concerned about it. But I got the ambulance ride. Now, of course, it was top notch service. I mean, of course, the guys that you know the the um, the first responders were amazing, and they're like, you know, the pain level, this and that. Well. It was, I didn't want anything for pain. So I'm like, do not give me nothing for pain. You know, like, well, we can ease the comfort. I'm like, no, we need to find out what's going on. I want to go in and when the doctor sees me, I want him to know exactly where it hurts and how it hurts. And so he can get a full analysis. And I, I don't want any noise that he has to filter through. I just want straight facts. So we get there, and of course, I get the full gamut, right? X, or uh, what would we start with? Ultrasound, then we went with... Um, then they injected me with a dye. I got a CAT scan. So the whole, believe it or not, Mike, I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. the whole time I'm, you know what I'm worried about? Not how much this is going to cost me. Not am I going to make it. The whole time I was worried that it was just gas. Right. <laughs> and all this <laughs> was going on because of gas. Mm-hmm. And I looked dead in the nurse's eyes and I says, if this is gas, make up a story. <laughs> Please. <laughs> like, I just can't. So anyways, the doctor comes back and he says, your gallbladder is so, your gallbladder will never, ever undo what it, where it's at right now. It has to come out right now. It was just, it was so inflamed and it was so bad. So thank God it happened here and not on a cruise ship, right? Yeah. So, um, so anyways, but when he told me that, I was like, well, wait a minute. I know people that you just give them a couple of pain pills and they, they, whatever the gallstones pass. Right. And he's like, your stuff will never come unplugged. You're done. It has to come out. Mike, that was my very first surgery. Really? After all that time? It's the first After one, huh? all this 46 years, man, all that time. I mean, I've hit, I got hit with morphine in the Marine Corps and they sewed me up and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing where I had to actually get put under count. You know what I mean? None of that nonsense. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. All I remember is them hitting my IV and, um, man, I'm telling you what, the next thing I remembered is a nurse saying, Jason, Jason, wake up, wake up. And you know what the first thing I thought? Oh, it ain't over with yet. <laughs> Put me back under because I was so relaxed right. from these, uh, you know, from being put out. So um, I got up. I took a couple Advil or I took a couple uh, aspirin or, or Tylenol. And um, yeah, man, I was fine. I was walking around the next day. It was it was all good. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, and I and the next week I was walking around Disney World and um, 
yeah, it was, I mean, I was fine. I just took a couple Tylenol here and there and more, more at night so I could get some sleep. But yeah, it was, it was good. You know, I had the incision and a couple of blowholes and it was, um, it was good to go, man. But I'm going to tell you, when I came back, um, they just happened to have an upgrade for me. So we took it so I could recoup. And this is also not Disney related, but it allowed me the opportunity to just sit on the couch. And that's where I wrote Mama's Promise, mm-hmm. right? It's a non-Disney book. And it's not a cheap plug either. But if this wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have been able to write it. And um, as it's so funny how things happen for a reason. Because I sat there and had the picture, like the cover of the book is actually from Hilton Head there that I just kind of uh, I made it look more uh, South Pacific. Um, if I wouldn't have done that, I, I really wouldn't have met some incredible people that reached out to me after I wrote it. Uh, I have a Vietnam vet that just... It was unbelievable what he was telling me and in, and in, and in, in opening up to me and uh, just from a simple little story that I wrote over two days. You know what I mean? It was just how things happen for a reason. That's why I'm a firm believer in and things happen for a reason. I really am. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, look, Hilton Head. I know I was so vague talking about it. At least. Look online. Check. Oh, pictures. I keep getting notifications from... Apparently, a couple of my pictures were so hot that... I mean, I'm hitting like thirty and 40,000 views on these pictures from Hilton Head off my Google travel account. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's obviously searched and looked at. But it, it, do yourself a favor, guys, and just check it out. Here's the really neat thing. It's only five hours from Disney World. So... A lot of people that are driving down will actually stop at Hilton Head for a day or two and then drive down to Disney World and then come back and incorporate that another day or two and then continue on. Even if you're not able to get to Disney Resort, it's still a great uh, you know, spot to stop and, and you know you got good food. It's clean. From what I see, it's safe. I mean, it's got everything that you would want for a, a break or a rest, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Mike, I hope I did it justice without doing it too much justice. No, How's you that? did. You did. I, you know, I knew a lot of this backstory already, obviously, from us chatting and um, seeing you know, Rachel's pictures online and what a great time you were having. So I definitely wanted you to talk to our Disney family and tell them because you know, we saw this stuff online. But you know, hearing it from you, it's a whole different experience and a little bit more in-depth than just the actual photograph. And, uh, and I thought that was great. Um, I, you know, and I knew you told me how well they took care of you when you came mm-hmm. back from being sick. And I tell you, um, that was great that they were proactive in getting you the ambulance and not wasting your time in your Uber because that could have been even worse. You, know, you could have been just waiting and kind of ruined your trip a little bit more. Who knows? Can, um, can, so I, that was, that can was, I interrupt you before yeah, I forget this? You wanted the ironic thing of the whole thing? What's that? It's exactly to the day that Rachel got clipped in Epcot and got her ambulance ride. <laughs> the exact same day. Yeah. We both got ambulance rides to um, so From Disney property. Yeah, I don't know. Next time we go, I'll just have to keep an eye on that date and look at my kids and go, well, which one of you is heading to the hospital? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and put put your, them in a bubble. Put for your the helmet day. on. Yeah, put your helmet no on. Swimming. Put a bubble on. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> done right. for the day. So, but no, that's good. I, I'm glad. I, so I'm going to ask the, the one question because obviously you got to spend the 14 days there. If you you yeah. know our Disney typical Disney family, how most Disney families vacation. If you were to recommend this to just any other person listening to the show, what would you say would be a good time frame? 
to go and experience the amenities that they have? Would you say go for four days, seven days, 14 days? What would you think the average person would have that time frame? Now, you said you did great during the 14 days, but I know you also love to get away from you know, the right. cold weather in Wisconsin right. and whatnot. Right. What, what do you think would be the average for somebody to come down there and really enjoy themselves and would be, would be a good vacation? For your first vacation trip, I would say four days, four to five days. Okay. Yep, I would. Um, because here's the thing, too, is like a lot of the families that go is um, price is an issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm no different. Listen, I'm not talking like I'm above that because budget is like budget. Look, I was grilling hot dogs, too. You know what I mean? Out there, right. like budget is 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 a thing for 99 percent of us. It can get pricey, man. You know, like right. any Disney trip, any trip, you know, if you're eating out. At a, you know, if you're eating at a restaurant, uh, I do want to say this though, and I'm glad you, you, you kind of steered me in that direction. A lot of these restaurants have specials, coupons. So make sure you ask the front desk at Disney because like the one right across the river was what, buy one entree, get one free. And they let us stack them. Oh, good. So it was great. So it was like, we were only buying two entrees to feed a family of four, you know, cause right. my kids eat adult menus now. I mean, they're, they're, they're beasts now, you know? Right. So, um, it, it's, it, there is a, there is a lot of, um, there's this interaction here. Here's what I'm saying is, is like these restaurants know that people that are coming into Disney resorts are going to be their patrons. So you know how you, you, you were like, um, oh great. Disney people are coming over here again. It's not like that at all. It is a very welcoming and very, fun. I mean, look, most of us Disney people are respectful. We're there to have a good time. We're paying a lot of money to be there and to be reciprocated by the locals is, is pretty, pretty awesome. It was a pretty awesome thing. That's cool. Now I know your time with vacation time is precious and you try and, you know, get as much time as you can. Is this a place that you're going to go to in the future or is it kind of like a one and done that you did your time? I, I know your, oh. your usual time in Polly is yeah. sacred to you guys. It's a lot yes. of family time. It's a lot of time away from being in the cold up north. So it, w- would this be on your radar again if it was available? Oh, 100% would be on my radar. In fact, I've even looked at buying resale uh, okay. to be down there just to try to get into the resorts, right? But I love my Polly, man. And everybody mm-hmm. that's, that's you know, uh, knows me, it's like, look, I'm OG, man. And when you go all the way back to the very beginning, it's, I am 100%, I love my Polynesian. I love my feel there. I have written some incredible things while everybody's still sleeping by the pool, having coffee by myself. I love the Polly. But it's an emotional thing for me, okay? So with that being said, this next trip, we haven't done the poly in a, in a couple of years. We're ready for a poly trip. That's why we're going to do 14 days down there, okay? Mm-hmm. But Mike, this is absolutely comes up more than once or twice where Rachel and I are like, I really miss Hilton Head. I really miss, you know, I really miss Caden. I really miss Sarah. I really miss, you know, these these cast members that are down there. Um, I think, I'll be honest with you, I would be, oh my gosh, can't even believe I'm going to admit this. Um. Our whole family got teary-eyed when we left. We were hugging everybody. I mean, cast members were hugging us. They wanted to make sure we said goodbye. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were so close to these guys. We actually, I was actually emotionally uh, invested in this. That's how incredible these people were to our family. You know what I mean? Now, if they're like, if they're not this way to your family, then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just got back from vacation. Maybe it's just you. He didn't even know my name. 
maybe it's just you. I don't know. But um, but you know what? We went in with an op- we went in. I went into Hilton Head like I owned it. I treated them like my brothers and sisters right off the bat, and. Um, and, you know, and it's like it helps when you have kids that are respectful and want to have fun. And I mean, there were times where cast members like, look, Mike, there were times where the pool was closed for days at a time because it was too cold to swim, man. Right. I even got kicked out of the hot tub because it got below freezing <laughs> <laughs> in South Carolina on my vacation. I'm like, what is going on here? But they would grab our kids and then they would come over and... um they would play Uno with them and just have fun. I mean, lifeguards, no one could swim, so they were just there. So they were, it's not like they just wanted to, you know, joke and smoke. They wanted to, they were there interacting with the kids and having fun. And I, I, how do you not really get an emotional investment in how the quality of these people are? And this is a testament to the management over there, too. You know, your management team is obviously doing something right if that's the attitude and the spirit, you know, the esprit de corps of the whole place, you know? Right. So, whew, that was my long... Man, I think that's the most I've talked on a show in the last 200 episodes. <laughs> Holy macaroni. So, but yeah, but no, it's that's recommended, cool. brother. Uh, yeah, it's I'm, recommended. I'm glad. I definitely want to make sure that I make that part of my trip, especially because for me, it's only a three-hour trip now, you know, being here from Myrtle yeah. Beach. So, I got I got once I start getting my steady work schedule, I think I got to try and fit in, um, you know, just looking at the calendar. I'm like, all right, the kids aren't doing anything. I got off. Let me see if I can get in. And just keep trying to plug those points in there. And if me and Laura get a weekend, then I think that's what we're going to do. So, just just And, head down and I there. think, yes, and I think no more than a weekend for you would be suffice. And here's why. You already live down there. You already got the beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. You already have the great pools you already have the beach right there so all the everything that i'm looking for and long for you already have right but it's a nice little getaway for you and then you could walk across the street and have a nice dinner with with her and uh, i think it would be an an incredible little weekend getaway trip i really do okay sounds good well you know, I'm glad you got to come on and explain a lot of these things to our Disney family because we really haven't done an episode about this. I don't think it's ever really come up in all of the 240-something okay. episodes right, we've had. Sure. So I'm glad we got to you know uh, get to that. And like you said, you were able to go down there and take some amazing pictures. And you know something? We have a great Facebook family that, prates, that puts some great pictures on our DDP Today Facebook page. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Jason, it's been quite a long time since you've done Picks of the Week. Why don't you give me your Pick of the Week? Well, to those of you who know me, it's no surprise that I'm not on social media. In fact, I just started Instagram just so I could throw my um, pictures that I have on my pick fair on there. So with that being said, knowing I was coming on the show, I had to reach out to somebody and say, listen, I need somebody that's Picks of the Week worthy so I can utilize your pick. And, um, and I think they did a really good one because, uh, this person's new to me and that's okay because with a beard like that, you and I are just, you and I are going to be friends. So my pick is actually, this pick is Kevin Hopkins. And, um, what a, listen, when you start talking about a quick kid-free trip, brother, you and I are right there because as much as I love taking my family to Disney, which I love, for me and Rach to get down there, like this last time we got down there for an anniversary trip, we had an incredible time. It was so – I mean, we just had fun, Mike. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not a care in the world. We just had fun, man. We nailed the lightning lanes. We just had fun together. We ate good. 
So anyways, so he nails all four parks in one day. How about that? Yeah. That's pretty incredible, man. I mean, that's pretty incredible. So Kevin Hopkins, my brother, to you and your wife, I'm glad you had an amazing time. And um, listen, man, it's uh, uh, this is an inspiration. I think this should be an inspiration to all you married people out there that, uh, you know, it's okay to call grandma and say, hey, kids, we're going to Disney without you. See ya. (laughs) Yeah, I still got to do that adult trip. I got to get that in there sooner or later. Uh, Obviously, you guys know I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and yesterday was one of my favorite uh, not-so-official holidays. It was May the 4th, and um, Andrew Hage knocked it out with him and his son uh, with all dressed up in their, their, uh, their Mandalorian outfits, collecting some bounties in Batu. Amazing, amazing pictures. You knocked that out of the box. Not only was it one of my favorite pictures for fourth for May the fourth, but it was one of my definitely picks of the week. And Wilfredo also another great, great tattoo of uh, Yoda. I mean, amazing pictures. Star Wars unofficial holiday, great day, May the fourth. Great pictures, guys, and I appreciate it. And um, listen, if you want to be part of our Facebook family, go to the DDP Today podcast Facebook family. You can find us on Facebook, and you can put those pictures on our amazing page because we have some amazing people that do that. Uh, Jay, I know you've got some stuff that you've had going on in the last couple of weeks you've, and the last couple of months. Um, your book we've been plugging, you know, Pabell. What else yeah. you got going on you want to talk about? Listen, hey, I appreciate the support on that. I love getting the feedback. I love getting the letters. You know, it's funny. is a lot of people, they bought the book. And then I'll read it. Listen, people don't read as much as they used to. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'll get a random email like, okay, I finally picked up your book because I had nothing better to do. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's nice. <laughs> it's going to be one of these things, right? Like, And this is because they don't read. And uh, and, and I love the feedback that I was getting. Like, like my daughter couldn't put it down. So I know that's a shameless plug for Pabell, but um, I, I – I, I love I love that story I do and and here's um, as you can see my my studio is all tore up I mean I've got my office pretty much done mm-hmm. but I've got the mics all in the soundproof stuff so I actually had to because I, I I do my and here's why I've got everything like this is um, I'm putting the new book on um, audible and iTunes so that's going to be my trial run to make sure I can get everything situated because I'm going to be working on Pabell this month to get that on iTunes and Audible. And I appreciate the support. And I know a lot of people that don't read. Uh, I know you're you, – I, I, look, it, it will be available for you. It will be a fair price. I'm not here to make any money off of Pabell's Audible and iTunes. I just want to share it with you. And Mama's Promise, I just go as low as I can for you guys. I appreciate it. Um, and I just want that story to get out. I It will be – uh, I had Mike, I had voice actors lined up for Pobel mm-hmm. and I had uh, music that I was, I was negotiating rights for to try to get. So when I started doing mama's promise and working with the audio to move over to, um, AC, ACX is the, um, and I got to say thank you to Kevin Kessler out there too, because he's given me a lot of insight on how to do, um, the audible, uh, aspect of it. I learned a lot from him. Um, the audio level's got to be perfect, man. I'm sure, perfect. Yeah. And you know what it's like having different people send in you audio. And this is just a podcast trying to make it sound good. Now it's got to be professional quality sounds because people are buying it. Sure. You know, at least to the best of my ability, professional quality. Where it gets get it'll reject. It has an automatic analyzer and it rejects it. I'm like, I there is no way that I can hold. Like Johnny Renfro, where I was going to have um, uh, Anker, he was going to be my wreck. I really wanted him to be wreck, and Johnny was going to be, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, the cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just drawing a blank for some reason. I, I 
but I'm like, for these guys to record something and send it to me, there's no way I can try to tweak this audio to make everything just seamless unless I can fly everybody in <laughs> and us hit a studio together and just do it in one weekend. Right. You know, and it's like, and, and, and I honestly, I think most of my characters would schedule a weekend to fly up, right? Uh, but just to post edit and getting everything done and I'm like, this is not, this is not a, like my love was writing the book. I just want to get the story out there. So I'm just going to read it. It's just going to be me. So if you hate my voice, um, yeah, yeah, don't buy it. <laughs> then read it. <laughs> you, 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 you are absolutely not going to like it, I'm telling you, because I will be in your ear the whole time. Uh, Mama's Promise is done. Hey, um, my next, I, I put Pabell 2 on the hold. I'm about 40 chapters into uh, The Birth of the Foolish Mortal. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that it's just a story. Um, it's just my take on The Haunted Mansion and how it came to be. It's completely just a random fun story that um that just takes you on a small adventure of characters that you know you know what i mean and how this happened and um and and i'm just i just wrote it like i'm gonna own it and um i've been having a lot of fun with this and i'm starting to get to that tail end of that i want to keep it to under 60 chapters and and just uh, i just want to kind of bring everybody together now and and have my uh grand finale and um but i've been having that is what i've been uh writing and i've been working on the other audio so for everybody out there that has supported me from the beginning, thank you. You reaching out to me on on uh, email, especially, and and just being so um, open and and personal. Thank you very much. I, I really can't stress that enough on how amazing you people are out there, uh, you guys, uh, all of you. Um, it, it's just it's such a it's such a hard it's such a hard thing for me to uh, express that. Other than I just have to say thank you, and, and you're just gonna have to feel that, uh, Mike. Especially you guys. Um, thank you for uh, the continued support on it. Um, it's been it's been great. Um, you know, I, I I when I when I get the iTunes out there for Pabell or when I get done with Haunted, you know, when I get done with my version of the Haunted Mansion, I will definitely reach out and, uh, you know, hopefully you guys will have me come on and we can talk about it a little bit. You know, Absolutely. I'll do a couple shameless plugs, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then I have a little guy on, and Pabell too, when I write, I have a, a, a little guy that's uh, going to be a guest at the very end and I'm going to write his little story up as a, uh, as a closing and, uh, cause he's quite the little hero out there and, uh, his family knows exactly who I'm talking about. So uh, that is definitely um, uh, in, in the works right there, too. So a lot of stuff going on. Now, do you know why I have more time to do a lot of this stuff right now, Mike? Tell us why, Jay. Let me tell you a little story here about four minutes since we're just in everybody's ear anyways, right? Mm -hmm. I had a pulmonary embolism. I had multiple blood clots in my lung here about, about two months ago. And, uh, and it was one of those things where I just waited and waited and waited before I went in. I waited before I told Rachel. It was another one of those hard-headed, stubborn. stubborn, marine view <laughs> knucklehead. Um, so I waited. I was actually coughing up. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, it's um, – so right now I'm kind of on a medical 40-hour work week. You know, isn't it funny? You have to get a medical almost – almost die to get a 40-hour work weekend. But because I get a 40-hour work week, I have a little bit of extra time, mm -hmm. finally. And it's amazing how little time I actually have by having extra time because I'm really just diving into my projects. You know what I mean? And But I can balance it now with family time. And man, I love seeing my kids and my wife. And it's just been... Man, I miss those 40-hour work weeks. So this, is, this has actually been a blessing in disguise. I really didn't realize the magnitude of how serious this was until the MD just was very honest with me and said, uh, you're very lucky. 
You're mm-hmm. absolutely very lucky to be here right now. So, um, yeah, that kind of made me take a step back and go, wow, I need to really, I need to pay attention to my body and not be such a, but then I'll be like the opposite. Like my son, he's like, dad, so, uh, I got this little pain on my finger right here. Um, what is that? What causes, is it like a tendon or what is it like? No, you're playing your video games too long. I'll knock it off. So, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's been a good ride and I'm doing well. And thank you again for having me on. Well, Jag, I got to tell you, like I said, I was looking forward to this. Since you said yes, it's been the highlight of my last couple of days. Uh, you know, I've been working a lot myself, so my schedule's been all off. But uh, having you on this week, it was great. You know, we we dearly miss you on the show. It's it was you know it's great having you as part of our family. And I know you're always kind of looking in from the outside in at what's going mm-hmm. on, and you know, mm-hmm. you're kind of peeking in on what we got going. Uh, and you know, but the selfish me, we still get to chat all the time. So uh, yeah. this is this isn't one of those things where I haven't talked to you. I mean, like I said, I probably talked to you more now than when we were doing the show but um but no i'm glad you guys are doing good i know you have a vacation coming up so i don't want to keep you too long because i know you're packing and you're halfway out the door because you got some family time coming up and i'm glad to hear that and uh from the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of the ddp family we are so glad you came on this week we definitely miss having you on you have an open invitation to come on whenever you want plug whatever you want and talk about whenever you want because this wouldn't have happened without you and we never forget that so uh it's great seeing you my friend any other closing words you know what? Go make somebody smile, guys, because that's what makes the world go around. Honestly, just go make somebody smile. Very good, guys. And until next week, have a good night, everybody. Good night, guys. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.